This is the Memory Palace. I'm Nate DeMeo. She first set foot on America in November 1795. We know this. It says so in the logbook of a trading ship called America, which set sail from Calcutta a month later. And we know the ship's captain paid $450 for her, which was a big investment. Add to that the cost of food and of revenue lost by taking up space that could have been stocked with barrels of spices and bolts of fabric and non-perishable things instead of using it to transport a live elephant. The captain had big plans for her. We know this from letters he wrote to his four brothers, the sons of the George Crown and Shield and Sons shipping firm of Salem, Massachusetts. He thought people would flip out about an elephant back home because there had never been one back home, never been a single elephant on the whole continent of North America. He figured that had to be worth more than a crate of Darjeeling tea or cardamom. He bet he could turn his 450 bucks into 5,000, easy. We don't know if he did. The historical record loses track of the elephant after a while. Newspapers tell us she drew crowds in New York right after the America returned to America. She stood tied to a stake at the corner of Broadway and Beaver downtown, and people paid to see her stand there. And we know that the captain brought her down south when winter came to get her out of the northern cold the Carolinas being as close to India as he could offer. After that, we don't really know what happens to her for a while. But we do know about Hakaliah Bailey. Hakaliah Bailey's family owned a farm in what is now a bedroom community about an hour and change from Manhattan on the Metro North commuter line. In his early 30s, Hakaliah worked as a drover, bringing cattle into the city, such as it was at the start of the 19th century. It was a longer trip then. And at some point during one of his cattle drives, Hakaliah became enthralled with one of the animals that lived at the stockyard in Manhattan. He'd talk about her all the time when he was at home, and he'd go to see her every time he came to town. We don't know how she came to live with the cattle and pigs and sheep and goats, or how long she lived there. But we know that around 1807, Hakaliah Bailey bought an Indian elephant for $1,000 and brought her home to live in a farm in Somers, New York. He called her Betty. Bailey never liked farming. It was monotonous. It took forever for things to grow. It took forever to plow a field with a team of mules. But with an elephant, he ought to be able to cut forever in half. Just slap a yoke on Betty and get cracking. We don't know how well that went. What we do know is that an Indian elephant in rural America draws a crowd, particularly in 1807. And Hakaliah Bailey soon figured out that there was more money to be made by drawing a crowd then by increasing agricultural output through elephant-based efficiencies. So Hakaliah Bailey, and the elephant he now affectionately called Old Bed, hit the road. For the better part of a decade, they toured the Northeast, commandeering town squares and barns and charging people to see her. After a while, Bailey expanded the operation, turned it into a full-on traveling circus, adding a horse and a dog and a goat, which everyone had. But an elephant? No one had an elephant. Here were farmers and candlestick makers and coopers and their wives and their neighbors. People who hadn't left their fields or their towns since they'd first emigrated or since they'd gotten back from the war. Here were children who'd never been anywhere, never seen anything beyond the world of their farm and their town and their woods and their streams. And into that world walks this creature. Into that world walks the world. We don't know how much money Hakaliah Bailey made off Old Bet. We know there were times that the two of them would roll into a town and 
The people couldn't even scrounge a collective 10 bucks. And they'd trade farm tools and booze for a peek at the pachyderm. And we read, though we're not sure that we entirely believe, that the Indian elephant developed a taste for Jamaican rum. We know Hakaliah Bailey started walking Bold Bet from town to town in the middle of the night so people wouldn't get a free look along the way. We know he was successful enough to sell two shares of Old Bet for $1,200 a piece. We know those things. And we know, and are sad to report, that Old Bet died in Alfred, Maine in 1816. She was about 20. She was shot by a farmer who felt it was a sin to charge people to see an animal. We, of course, don't know how Old Bet felt about anything. But there are some things we do know. An Indian elephant in the wild can live up to 70 years. Evolution has made them fundamentally social animals. They eat, they breed, they find water, they protect themselves and their young and each other from predators by working together as a group. That they communicate through body language, by secreting fluids with decipherable odors, by growling and stamping and trumpeting and shrieking, and emitting sounds at frequencies so low that they can't be heard by humans, but that vibrate through the ground to be picked up by other elephants as far as six miles away. We know that their social order and group and individual survival hinge on their famous memories. Researchers have seen elephants reunited after 26 years signal that they recognize each other as family. Others remember distant watering holes that remained full even during times of drought, even when the last drought was more than 20 years before. And all elephants can recognize and remember as many as 200 individual elephants. So which did she remember? Which did she look for among the cattle and the hogs of the Manhattan stockyards? Into which did she send subsonic messages to radiate out through New England granite, only to fall 7,000 miles short? And what did she remember of the ship's hold? in the salt air of the Indian Ocean, in the Cape of Good Hope, in the mouth of the Hudson, of the countless days tied to a stake, of the green hills of North Carolina, of the faces and crowds, of the nights walking under stars and quarter moons and North American elms to yet another strange place with no elephants. <laughs> 